There's no music if you have no body to play it with, so take care of your body first. You getting into the gym and you lifting weights and working on muscles, is it's physical therapy for the benefit of your playing. The truth is nothing works like just taking care of the simple stuff. Diet, exercise and sleep. Take care of that and you'll be fine. Join us as two musicians and fitness coaches discuss strength, wellness and fitness in relation to musicians, artists and performance. Okay, it looks like we are live. Yay! Yay! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our little podcast that we still don't have a name for. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> TBD. Uh, I am Dr. Jen Cavis from Tuned and Toned Performance. And I am Angela McHouston from Music Strong. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about... Um, a little bit of something different from what's been going on the last couple of weeks. We're going to talk about uh, what we're calling right fit coaching. Um, and this is going to be something that's good for uh, if you are a um, health or fitness practitioner, as well as if you are a um, performer, um, musician, dancer, actor, client kind of person. Um, so how do we want to start this? <laughs> we have some notes. We have some topics. It has so many notes. There's so many. Um, it's a good question. Well, being that we are in the middle of nothing that I have to name, um, <laughs> something that I, I talked to Jen the other day about was, I don't know about you guys, but I am starting to feel completely overwhelmed on a lot of levels, not just you know, fitness-wise, but I mean, so many of our jobs have been affected. As fitness professionals, we've a lot of us have had to shift everything. Right. Or like most things from in person to online. And it's been gradual, like the first the gyms close and then you can meet people in the open or in their homes or your home. And now nobody can go anywhere. It's all got to be online. And it's like every single one of those steps has felt kind of like a kick in the gut. Like my freedom to make income on one hand feels like it's been stripped away. On the other mm -hmm. hand, um, I love the fact that we're being forced to be so creative and mm. I have all these ideas, but then mm. I feel overwhelmed with the amount of ideas and the amount of work that goes with that. Right. And if I see one more home workout, <laughs> I am going to scream. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about the, yeah. the, the finding this might segue to the other thing and I might've just gone off topic here, but we were talking also about, they're, they're kind of intertwined, but mm -hmm. uh, finding the right coach for you, what's an appropriate workout for your situation, especially at home and the, and the level of guilting that's going on right now on social media, right? Because uh, it's just home workout after home workout after home workout after home workout, right? Do you feel guilty that you're not working out all the time now that you're at home? And mm -hmm. is gardening not listed? Because gardening and yard work is freaking hard. You know? Have you seen my yard? It is an abomination. I'm not even kidding. So why is that? It's because it's not sexy. That's why. It's right. So, you know. So, I mean, and there's the guilt on you as a fitness professional if you're not putting that out because then you're competing with all these other people. And then, you know, as, as people who are not fitness professionals might be looking for one you're looking at what you see and mm -hmm. some of us that have don't have the material yet because we've been coaching not so much online 
Yeah. We don't have things ready to go. Mm-hmm. And maybe our styles are not that high intensity stuff. And then we go back to the, yeah. what's appropriate for you as a person. So, so real, real quick, let's unpack that a little bit right there. Um, since uh, in case you don't know if you're tuning in for the first time, we're both also musicians professionally um, as well. So this is, we're wearing multiple hats here. Um, so and we specialize. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's so nerdy. <laughs> so, uh, and we both specialize in working with uh, musicians and performing artists and people of that ilk too. So we're in the same boat professionally as the rest of the community. Um, and I kind of want to parallel this to, of course, we want to look for experts um, when we're looking for people who we want to work with, who we want to work on us, especially. Um, but there's a difference between um, what an actual expert looks like and what a marketing tool sells you as an expert. So in the same way that we don't see, um, I mean, you typically don't see the best music instructors in the world. They're not posting, you know, 10,000 ways to practice your scales, you know. Um, you'll see quality books being printed. You'll see some quality videos. It's not that they don't exist. It's that typically speaking, that's not their bread and butter um, for any type of movement or performance-based instruction. Um, So when you look at it from that perspective, and we're talking about performers who are looking for people who can help them out physically do better, um, in our case, it's it's uh, strength and that sort of thing. In other cases, it's um, you know doctors, chiropractors, physical therapists. Be aware of what you're looking at is a lot of what what we're trying to say here because the marketing for fitness is so much more manipulative than the marketing for music instruction. And everybody who knows anything past a certain level for music instruction dance instruction, something like that, you know that you don't want to look at, say, the low-tier lesson studios that we know. Everybody knows one that doesn't pay their people well. You don't treat their people right. They hire low-quality, often beginner instructors who have no other choice. Um, We all know that with those kind of instructions. So when you're seeing things online that are, look at my abs now, you know, let me teach you how to do the same thing. Not that this person doesn't know how to get abs, because clearly they do. They do. But there's a difference between somebody who knows how to do it for themselves and market it to you and somebody who's able to look at another human being and instruct them in a way that is safe and wholesome, you know? Yes, absolutely. Sorry, that was a really long ramble. (laughs) No, I think think you had a valid point there that that you really wanted to get across. It's like somebody with six-pack abs. By the way... The abs didn't come from burpees. No. <laughs> but that's not sexy. Nobody wants to see you meal prep. Nobody right. wants to see you eat your chicken. I mean, right. so, right. you know, like when you were talking, my one of my first thought was when it comes to marketing, mm-hmm. what gets the most attention? Mm-hmm. Noise. And right yeah. now, that's what's frustrating. Like a lot of us are under a lot of stress. You know, we we, our jobs are changing or they're gone. Our mm-hmm. home lives are suddenly we're all at home, whether you've got kids or no kids. And, and then everybody wants to have a meeting. 
oh, look, it's Zoom. We can all have meetings. Like, oh, right. can we stop? Right? right. And we're just inundated. <laughs> it's like, you can still send emails. It's okay. So, yeah. um, you know, we've got all this crowding in on our time. And now we have a lack of structure now. We have a lack of schedule, yes. which is can be like before it was like I got up and I went to work at this time. I went to the gym I picked up my kids they went to karate blah, blah. and now it's I don't know I mean that can add stress and then you go on social media which used to be <clears throat> fun you know <laughs> stupid things and cat pictures and you know sometimes people you know people post more than that but I mean right. by and large it wasn't as overwhelming and now it's just more noise and there's value hidden in the noise Yes, but the, the frustrating thing as a fitness professional and as a, a, a consumer is I, I don't want to wade through it. You yes. know, I just yes. I mean, I'm home by myself and I just want some distraction. I don't mm -hmm. want guilt. Um, right. I, and it, I had this thought yesterday, stop sitting in my backyard and the governor issued the stay at home kind of thing. And I just felt like I got kicked in the gut. I mean, yeah. I was really surprised by that because, like I said, I had all these great ideas and stuff, but it's just kind of overwhelming. And I was, it was a beautiful day and I wanted to go for a bike ride. And suddenly I didn't have any energy. And I went, I don't want to kid up and put all the, I, no, I'm just going to sit here and it's okay to not do. It is okay to sit there with your feelings and feel overwhelmed and just to take some stock and be sad if you need to be. You don't yeah. have to work out all the time. Yeah. So just yeah. get off my chest. It makes yeah. me feel better to see. Well, and I think a lot of people need to hear that. There's, there's two types of guilt that I see going on right now um, really heavily in social media that's honestly making it, it's a lot of it is the volume like you just talked about. I can't, I can't sift through all that. I am so overwhelmed with everything else that we're having to deal with. Like, okay, well, where am I going to do income from? I still have these other responsibilities. We've got the businesses that we're trying to keep afloat. Um, but then beyond just the volume, there's there's two different kinds of guilt that I think are kind of equally dangerous. Um, and they're being pushed hard um, by opposite ends. And it's, um, I actually posted a story about this. I'm not sure, uh, on my Instagram the other day, I'm not sure that it came across the right way because I threw it together real quick. <laughs> um, but there's been this meme going around that's like, I'm either coming out of this quarantine uh 50 pounds heavier, 20 pounds lighter. There is no, <laughs> you know, and it's this like, well, either you have to work out every day and you're going to get fit and you're going to get, or you're going to eat all of your snacks and just watch until Netflix is out of material to show you and just be fat and lazy and miserable. Like those are two extremes and people don't, you don't last very long at the extremes where we need to be here. So be sad when you need to be sad. Snack when you need a snack. Like, you know, watch TV. If you need to watch TV, you look at cat videos. That's what I've been doing, you know? I know, right? But I'm also making sure that every few days, like, okay, I don't want to work out today. Okay, but why don't I want to work out? Because I haven't been. Not a valid reason. I need reason. to go. Go for yeah. a walk, you know? You can't Just do anything else. Something. Go yeah. for a walk. I always feel better afterwards. Mm -hmm. I, you know, so... There's, there's a lot of pressure going on. And part of it, too, is coming from other people in the fitness industry or performance industry who have lost steady income and are trying to get attention, which is 
rough. <laughs> it is because we all want attention, you yes. know? Quite honestly, I think the best way to get attention right now is to talk about something different. Yeah. Because different is what always gets the the uh, <laughs> your attention, whether it's uh, at Thanksgiving. Well, honestly, at Thanksgiving, we're posting <laughs> about workouts. That's not, no, everybody's posting about their food and workouts. But, you know, somebody who posts about something completely different. Oh, what is that? You know. Yeah. yeah. So that, that shifts. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of what we hoped this would be. Because yeah. we are going to get back to normal at some point. So keeping as much normalcy as you can <laughs> while using this time to create some new habits, maybe some things that you always wanted to do, right. that loops us back around to what kind of those ha- what are those habits that you would like to be doing? And how do you go find that person? What is the right person for you as a musician? Yes. What do you look for in this person? Is that I'm thinking of a guy um, that is a trainer where – uh, at the gym that I work and he's doing free workouts at 1230. He brought a DJ into his house. And he, <laughs> not kidding. I'm like, dude, that is smart. You know, okay. and this guy's always high, high, high intensity. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, his workouts are like that, which is funny because I've never seen him work out before. In the gym, this I hate to say this, but in the gym, he's 100% on his phone all the time. He trains five people at a time. He tells them to go do something. Sometimes he watches them, but most of the time he's on his phone. That bothers me. So now I'm seeing him do his thing. And to me, it's like, well, there's a disconnect there. Yeah. But people love him. I guess they just want someone to say, hey, go get on the stair climber for 20 minutes and go walk around with this thing over your head mm-hmm. four times. And, you know, they don't want that personalized instruction as musicians. Mm-hmm. you like, we need that more than not. So that what you're seeing is not always what's on the opposite side. Not that he doesn't have that knowledge, but from right. what I've seen, it's not the norm. So, and, and people in general, in general, big general statement here, for things that are uncomfortable. Now, as, as performers, we tend to go towards discomfort more often than a lot of people beyond a certain age because that's how we grow as performance you know you have to but in things that are not that this is still valid for performers too um when something is unfamiliar and uncomfortable people typically overall want to be told something to do to make them feel like they're doing something and that's tough because a lot of the deep work that needs to be done for somebody who is as sensitive as a performer who's as specialized. And I don't mean sensitive like, oh, you're going to you know, cry because I told you to do. I mean, what we are doing is so easily affected by external influences. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so much of that deep work that needs to be done doesn't look sexy and it doesn't feel busy. It feels slow. It feels like when you're learning how to replace your tongue when you're articulating on the clarinet and you've been anchor tonguing for years and all of a sudden you have to spend an hour and a half just trying to figure out how to get in this anchor tonguing, by the way, how to get your tongue off your bottom teeth because that's not where it's supposed to be. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to 
sit down and do that because <laughs> it's not fun and nobody wants to watch somebody trying to do that because it's not impressive even though it's one of the hardest things to do yeah <laughs> yeah you know nobody wants to learn wants to watch a kid learn how to walk it's an ugly process <laughs> but we want to see them walking right yeah yeah you know? so when we're looking at something that's like big and flashy and people are interested in big and flashy and entertaining and like, not going to lie. There's a couple fitness people that I follow because they're funny. Oh, for I sure. never work out like them, but it's because I know better. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's like, there's a time and a place, but that's not my norm. It's not how I love to roll. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing wrong with the fun workouts just to do a fun workout, you know? Um, Sometimes you get in over your head and you're like, well, okay, but you learned something from it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's Have something... you seen any of these workouts, by the way, these free workouts that people are offering? Oh, I've seen so many bad. I haven't, I haven't paid any attention. I have I not have. done any of them. <laughs> are they, are they usually, are people, um, when they're doing these, are they offering regressions and different progressions and stuff? Or is it more blanket? Go, it's go, 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 go. It depends on who it is. I feel like a lot of them, and this is, this is a generalized statement. Oh, sure, sure. But I feel like a lot of them are still very much go, 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 go. You know, you have to do it this way. It's like watching the old, um, back when you'd buy workout videos you know, back in the day when it was like VHS and DVD, if you were really oh, fancy. Yes. Um, I feel like it's a lot of that where every once in a while you will get some like, okay, if, if it hurts you to hop and you're doing jazzercise, then you just do steps instead of hops. Yeah. But that's like, <clears throat> I, I love the 80s jazzercise, not going to lie. It's, I won't do it anymore, but <laughs> for a long time. Jazzercise um, still a thing, by the way. Oh, I know. <laughs> still a thing. It was fun. It was not helpful but it was fun um but you know it's like a 45 minute to an hour video and that was the only alteration that was given and so i'm seeing similar things in a lot of the workouts that are being offered for free through social media right now um maybe if you've got somebody really good they'll give you some regressions but <sighs> a lot of it is make you feel busy from what i've seen can I add something to this? Yeah. Um, a little different, just from my own perspective. Um, I had thought about, let me be, let me be real. I've, I have taught fitness classes. Mm -hmm. I hate it. <laughs> it is not my jam. And I did it for a while and all of a sudden I went, I don't have to do this. Mm -hmm. And I quit <laughs> and it was great. And I like, leave it to the people who love to do that. But you know, now that we're in this situation, people are often free. And then that's a whole new discussion, free versus not free, you know, and how do you know how to pay? And who do you know who to wallet, you know? Right. But I have thought, you know, this is, this is prime time. We have a quote, captive audience. People are looking for stuff to do. And I haven't posted anything like this before. I, I wondered, would anybody be interested in doing some kind of a musician workout with me? Mm -hmm. And like live streaming it and maybe you charge for it, maybe not. And then I think, and this is where I've, where I'm, I'm coming to terms with like, this is why it was hard to write my book because it's like generic, not generic, but more generalized, less person specific, less instrument right. specific. Yeah. And then I think how, 
I, I tend to personally get bogged down in details because I want to be so specific and you can't right. do that when you're marketing to the masses, right? Yes. And I thought, man, I wonder, I wonder if anybody would be open to that or if I would shoot myself in the foot because it's not really my thing and I can't coach one-on-one -on -one, and would I be... <sighs> Well, if I said, you know, like I helped my friend today who's a horn player and she's been having neck pain and I was able to give her an assessment and coach her on some stuff and change some whatever. And I wrote her a quick workout and I've been thinking about doing like downloadable workouts for different instruments. And they are more for people who have not had injuries, just generic, you know, yeah. broad, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I wonder if I could do say, do something like that. Like I get on and be like, okay, today's workout. This is for my horn players. This is, yeah. this is, see if this makes you feel better. And I thought about it and, and then I go back and forth like, am I going to like this? Am I going to hate this? Is this in my wheelhouse? Do I have to jump on this bandwagon? Well, my wallet says I do, but does my heart say I need to? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, and it's back and forth. Like you want to give good content and good workouts and good advice to people, but you also need to be true to yourself. And then yeah. there's all the noise. It's like, well... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that. Well, I think that kind of touches too on even if we're going to do the um, the musical comparison again. Um, this is I, I I talk about this a lot with um, other <clears throat> excuse me other educators and other people who don't really quite understand what it is that I do musically in terms of instruction. Because um, a lot of times you say, oh, yeah, I teach music. And they're like, oh, so you're like in front of, you know, 50 kids and teaching them how, how to all make noise at the same time. Not what I do. Um, <laughs> I get so that a lot. Personality-wise, we, we <clears throat> tend to all get along in general. But there is definitely a distinction in my head between people who are classroom ensemble teachers, um, group instrumental teachers, and one-on-one -on -one teachers. Those are all different skills in my mind. Um, and I say this is somebody who has done um, not a ton of classroom teaching, but I didn't enjoy it, which is why I didn't. Um, and I've done the sectionals and the clarinet choirs and all that. I've done all that. But I stick to one-on-one -on -one more than anything else because I find myself in those settings getting really frustrated because I see things and I hear things and I want to address them, but it's not appropriate to do it in a group setting or it's something that is just not you have too many other people who need a more general approach yeah. so so when we're comparing the two um the music approach and instruction approach and then the fitness instruction approach um we're looking at a similar sort of thing where if you're working with a large group or even a medium size the larger the group the more general you have to be <clears throat> you and i really thrive off of and it's a different skill mm -hmm. the one-on-one -on -one contact um there's more that we can do for that individual person if there's something that's not being understood versus if we've got um, and this is more for people who don't really quite understand yet the difference between the few things um you take a 25 to 40 person jazzercise class that instructor is not going to see you ever and take a 12 person CrossFit class. The coach is going to look at you a couple times. They're going to come by. They're going to try to give you what they can, but you might do something at some point and they won't see it at all during class. Um, depends on how good the coach is, depends on how aware the coach is, whatever. 
Um, so he could be somebody like me who was doing inverted rows totally in it. And that's, you know, you're pulling up, but you're hanging off a bar and you're using your legs. Um, <laughs> could be doing inverted rows and not understand that you have no connection to the muscles that you need to use to do that safely. And then your shoulder hurts and you're like, Oh, I didn't embrace oh, my core, squeeze my butt, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know? No. You know? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then we get down to the one-on-one -on -one stuff where it's like, okay, can you feel this muscle while you're doing this movement? And if not, I want to know why you can't feel it. And we need to get you doing something that, especially after an assessment where we've gone, there's an imbalance here. You know, we want to get that. And by the way, there is an imbalance. Everybody has one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't even really seen any fitness professionals, if you will, whether that's athletes or um, weightlifters or um, just general fitness instructors. I haven't seen any of those without a visible imbalance. Some of them are more subtle than others, but I haven't met or seen one that didn't. <laughs> Everybody's got one. Yeah. I mean, point in case. I have been dealing with an issue with my hip. Started at basic training 17 years ago. Mm -hmm. This is an old injury, but mm -hmm. it only bothers me when, uh, uh, well, once I got out of basic training, it only would bother me when I would run or do sit-ups. Part mm -hmm. of the reason why I don't ask people to do them. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's the here's the deal. I've been to four physical therapists and more doctors than I can count, and nobody has helped. They've all helped this much out of that many years. The other day I went, uh, I marched the Mardi Gras parade and I felt like someone had taken a baseball bat to both of my hips. So that was a different. And I thought, I wonder if this is related. I should not be in this much pain. I couldn't walk the next day after a five and a half mile parade. I went, mm, I know this is this terrible shoes. It's not this, there's something else. So I go to see another doctor. He orders an MRI. Lo and behold, we finally see some things that probably wouldn't have shown up on a, on a younger me MRI. And I go to see another physical therapist today, and I finally have some answers that are different from what everybody else said. Yay. And you know what? Here's the thing. She was at a typical, um, like, a, like, a, like a chain physical mm -hmm. therapy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But because we are in the situation we're in, it was just me and her the whole time kind of awesome. how it should be right <laughs> and we are talking about muscle imbalances and stuff and what we found out because i am hyper mobile in a lot of areas and she's like you're not weak like you think you are in these areas you're actually really strong the problem is because you're so strong you've been able to compensate well but these are compensations that have been going on a long time and now they're causing me another issue and that's what we're dealing with first right. so sometimes you can see compensation sometimes you can't yeah. But at some point, they are going to affect what you do. And if you don't have that one-on-one -on -one coaching, yeah, this is this is where I hate throwing that caveat. Well, you could get injured when you exercise if you've got a so-and-so. Sure, everybody can. But when you have a one-on-one -on -one coach who is going to assess you mm -hmm. and who is going to help you like learn to overcome those imbalances mm -hmm. and or correct them, mm -hmm. you can't get that in a class. No, no, you it's just can't. completely different. Um, shoot. There was something I was going to say. I was going to leapfrog off of that. Oh, huh. oh, oh, I got it. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, so this, this actually loops us back around to that 
right fit thing that we were talking about, yeah. um, which is supposed to be the whole point. Of this. <laughs> they they all fun. play into you each know. other. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's more complex than it looks on the surface. Um, so what you were talking about with you had how many doctors and how many physical therapists look at you and. I know I had the same problem with every single injury I've ever had, ever, regardless of the cause. I mean, some of them were sports, some of them were whatever. Um, <laughs> we have a kind of a bad habit here, in my opinion, of um, there, there's some benefits, obviously, or we wouldn't have done it, but isolating, hyper isolating every piece of the puzzle. So if you have a if you have a hip problem, you go to a hip specialist. If you have a foot problem, you go to a foot specialist. Yep. I hate to break it to whoever decided that was a genius idea, but sometimes hip pain is caused from the foot and the other way around works too. What she said, that, that, exactly. The body yeah. does not work in isolation. It, it doesn't works as a whole. So chiropractic is great. Physical therapy can be great. Doctors are needed and strength training is needed. I don't care if it sounds self-serving, it's true, or I wouldn't have gotten it's into true. it. It's <laughs> true. It is. But it when has you're the looking... power to change people's lives, let's be honest. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And when you're looking for somebody to work with, if you, especially if you have an injury, but if you are looking just to like, I want to perform better in general, it doesn't have to be for an injury. You can be perfectly healthy. You can always do better. And you always want somebody who is going to work well, play well with your other specialists, you know, send you to somebody else when it's something that I'm, we're like, I'm not messing with that because that could be this other thing. Go see this person, make sure it's not this other problem before we start working. I see this thing, this is an imbalance. This is what I want to work on. But if there's a potential for something worse, I want you to go here first, get this taken care of, get these things out of the way, you know? You know what? And to leapfrog off that before you continue, that's another way to find out what is a good fit for you. If you're mm -hmm. watching these people on social media, do they link to other health professionals? Is there a reciprocity there or is it just self? You know, like I have yeah. a chiropractor I work with and I have a physical therapist. I was, she wasn't on social media, so it didn't do me good. But I mean, like I'm, there is a, these modalities work really well together. And if you have someone who's not afraid to refer out, doesn't mean they're like, let me tell you this story. This guy came in and I went, no, 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 no. That is not my specialty. I'm going to send you that. That's not what they're going to say. Right. right. But if they're actively talking about other modalities, mm -hmm. it's a good sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Not and to interrupt. Sorry. No, no, no. That's okay. That's, <laughs> I was pretty on anyway. So that's perfect. You know, um, you, I mean, and of course you want, of course you want to see a personality that's right for you too. Um, like we agree on a lot of things. We also have very different personalities. You know? <laughs> little, little bit. You know, I wouldn't be offended if somebody went, you know, I get along better with Angela or the other way around and be like, okay, you know, it's the same thing with, um, I really don't mind when I'm working with, you know, multiple clarinet students at a camp or something. And like, if somebody really gets it, by learning from another instructor like great if you understood what they said and we're saying the same thing and i know it do that <laughs> you know yes, yes. <laughs> so you're looking for personality you're looking for people who aren't afraid to work with other professionals or send you to them you're looking for people who actually care about 
what it is you want, <laughs> you know, and not just like six pack abs or can you do a hundred burpees in a row? I'm like, but why? I mean, if that's part of the mud run you're training for, okay. But if not, uh... you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pro tip. If you are <laughs> and you are going on a Spartan race or a mud run, there is always a scale, a regression, an opt out. You don't have to do like you're paying them to go do this run. They're not going to kick you out if you walk around an obstacle that you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not doing that. No. Peace. <laughs> Move my happy little self on to the next one. <laughs> You know, I, no, you're out. You're getting out of the Spartan race because you walked around. That's yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah it's people think you do though. That's mm-hmm. kind of the mindset, or that you're inferior because you can't do it. Yeah. Let me tell you a quick story. <laughs> Thinking about the Spartan race, so I went to basic training <clears throat> some years ago, and there was monkey bars, which I couldn't do at the beginning. I could do at the end. There was also a rope. This one has never been able to climb a rope when I still graduate from basic training. Okay, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. have to be able to do everything. Yes. It's really okay. Yes, and fitness and health are not dependent on your ability to do very specific movements all the time. Like, there's benefits to them or they wouldn't be done. Right. Are we going to talk about yeah. push-ups? When they're applied <laughs> let's talk about push-ups. Can we talk about push-ups? Let's talk about push-ups. I will let you start because we both have very strong feelings about these. <laughs> they can be amazing. They can. And they suck. And they're great. And they're awful. And it's all of that. And same one. Yeah. So, <clears throat> by and large, I think push-ups, when they're done well and they're done correctly, are fantastic. They're also very difficult to do well. Mm. That being said, you have to start somewhere. And I don't see a whole lot of really great regressions. I'm like, go to your knees. Not always the best way to do it. Like a descending, you know, and then squeezing your armpits and squeezing your butt and bracing your abs and all those things. Mm-hmm. Let's just say beyond that, um, they're touted as like, okay, right now everybody's doing squats and push-ups. There are so many other things you can do at home. We're not going to get into it. Not right now. But we're talking about push-ups. That might not be the best thing for you to do if you're a musician who is playing a lot. If you are hours a day on your instrument, Mm -hmm. it's probably not the best. Why? Because we're doing this motion. We're, We're strengthening this area. This area gets overused a lot of the time anyway with everything we do we're on the computer we're driving we're eating we're all this stuff and we don't do a whole lot of stuff in the back right push-ups are great for strengthening a lot of things but Mm -hmm. if you have that compensation you might end up making it worse and then really injuring yourself Mm -hmm. i'm dealing with it right now i know i have all these injuries that's what happens when you're hypermobile and you just (laughs) and somebody tagged me in a 10 push-up challenge and i did it and my finger went numb and i went yep (laughs) <laughs> Let me yeah. say, and the army makes me do push-ups so it's not like they're bad but there's a time and a place mm-hmm. and depending on your load as a musician they may or may not be appropriate right now they might be but that's i'm gonna leave it well i mean even from just looking at it on paper perspective 
even if you're on your knees, how many large, and we're not even going to get into the small muscle groups that you need, how many large muscle groups do you need to be able to control, not just feel or use, but control in order to safely do a push-up? Definitely need your core, which is... Uh, how many hmm, muscles is that? All of them. Lots. So that's Five. not just like a core muscle, like we're talking multiples here. Uh, you need your glutes, you need your lats, you need your teres, you need your biceps, you need to know the difference between flexing out and contracting in with your pecs, which is two different things. <laughs> <laughs> so you're asking somebody who may or may not have access to even any one of those muscle groups, you're taking a very important link out of that chain. Once you remove that link, the whole thing collapses and now you're compensating. The number one thing I see the lack of, I don't know if you see this, is core strength. Yep. Being able to hold the neutral spine. Yep. And that's that can go in a bunch of different ways. But if you're not actively working on that, and I don't mean sit-ups. No. No. <laughs> you know, if you're not actively working on that, a push-up is not going to go well. No. And this that's one of the, the, some of the videos that I already have up the instructional ones, too. It's like low ab and oblique activators, so as activators. And I talk about in those, the difference between, we say, you know, oh, activate your core and everybody sucks in. I'm like. Nope, I'm not where we're going with that. There's difference between bracing, which is pressing out and sucking in, which is very different and sucking in destabilizes your spine. I, I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> um, both both mm -hmm. are critical to our movement and our being, but. If you can't control that, a lot of things that are standard go out the window. And a lot of people are going to end up with really bad knees after all these squats, too, because if you have an imbalance and you're doing a bunch of even body weight squats, there's a problem there. Again, like you said earlier, that doesn't mean that these are bad workouts if you're strong enough to do them. It's just not what we want people who have never really done this before or who have limited experience jumping into. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have no idea what good body mechanics are, what yeah. a good squat looks like, what a good so-and-so looks like. They have no idea about their bodies. I mean, when I first got started, I had zero clue. And I had zero clue for a lot of years, mm -hmm. you know, until I got really badly injured. And then I went, oh, I guess I shouldn't have done that. But I mean, <laughs> we, didn't, we don't know. I mean, so so if you are at home and you want to work out, which is a great, great thing, um, try to pick something different every day so you're not loading too much of the same activity because right. that can yeah. come back to bite you too. And then I am actually training a violist right now who had shoulder uh, rotator cuff tendonitis mm -hmm. and uh, tendonitis in both knees because mm -hmm. he went from uh, playing a million hours a day and then wanting to get fit. And he watched an internet guru that I will not name and... Uh, went a million to, he went to zero to a hundred and blew everything out. And after his PT, now he's with me and we're, we're making progress. But I mean, it's like you could end up coming out of this, not 50 pounds heavier, not 20 pounds lighter, but with busted knees. Right. Nobody wants that. Right. Well, and it's the same thing that we teach our kids at the instrument too. You know, you get the, the rare little gem kid who's like, all they want to do is play. I'm like, bless you. But... <laughs> Don't do more than this amount at a time. 
you don't have the strength to do it yet. And they oftentimes they don't believe you until like, well, my lip really hurts. And like, I kind of bit through it. I'm like, how much did you play in a row? Well, I'm like, you remember that limit I, I set? Okay, here's a kitchen timer from the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you want people to build up that same way as a music instructor. And then we build the same way too as professionals that way. I mean, you don't yeah. just jump in, but because it's a movement that it looks like you can do because you have a human body. Um, so I'm sorry, we're, we're kind of, I'm guilty of this. We went off on a tangent. Though, didn't we? We're going off on things that are bothering us and instead of right fit coaching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to loop this back again. Um, <laughs> you want to look for, and I know we kind of already said this, similar sort of thing to what you would look for in performance instruction for whatever your medium is, dance or music or acting. Um, you want to look for somebody who's got that ability to kind of hold you where you need to be, give you modifications. And I've also seen a lot of... Not a lot of, I've seen some concern. Okay, so you're paying for private coaching. And then, okay, but I, I only work with my trainer once a week. What am I supposed to do beyond that? Or like, is this okay? So I think you're the same way, but my online coaching doesn't come with once a week talking to each other and that's it. Like there's A, the ability to check in. This is the same thing with my private students too. Like, of course, I'm gonna limit you if you're outside of your private lesson time on clarinet, but it's not like I'm going to leave you just hanging until next week. And you also have assignments, how to do it, when to do it, and things that we know you can do. Um, and it's something that could be transferred if you're really interested in a specific type of workout modality. Okay, what is the workout that you're looking to do online or in a group setting? And groups can be fun. And groups are a blast, to be honest. Um, okay, what's the workout? Here's how you modify that for you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to let you go into <laughs> 50 weighted squats if you have a glute imbalance. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you something that works towards that. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, and that and that's that's something else. So many people now are offering online training, and just a, a little while ago, it was kind of a novelty. It's been around forever. People yeah. have been doing it before there were apps. I mean, I hired a coach yeah. ten years ago. She mm -hmm. didn't have an app, but there was a website I launched. She sent me a paper plan, in well, in email, and yeah. then there there was any like a, a website. I had to send her pictures every two weeks. I mm -hmm. logged this. She mm -hmm. saw, and she you know I had to check in. It's yeah. been going on for a while, but now there are apps and stuff. So, so uh, it's not quite as novel as it seems. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of different approaches to this. Yeah. Um, like something that I offer is, um, not everybody can work out one on one like we're doing with Skype. Right. You know, I'm doing that now for the first time ever because uh, I have to. Yeah. It's not my it's it's awkward to find the right position to right. you know and you can't touch somebody and you can't whatever so it's better than nothing though so like how i'm doing it is uh what i've done in the past is give people paper plans i'm giving people that now if they just like 
I know what to do. I just need a structured something. Just give yeah. me a schedule and tell me what to do, and I'm good. Yeah. I, I, that's what I want. Honestly, I don't want someone coaching me every day. But I, give, tell me what to do. That's fine. Yeah. But I'm also, I've also got like a, we were talking about this the other day, different apps that we're using mm -hmm. and putting those into a workout where people can log it and you can see it. And then, you know, having the option, I'm giving the option of you can add one-on-one -on -one training though with that. But I always so anybody who's doing that with me, look, we're going to have at least one Skype session after the initial. I'm going to coach you through this. Yes. You have a clue. And I'm not just like, well, there you go. There are videos. You'll figure it out. Uh-uh. No. It no. doesn't work real well. Right. And that's, that's another thing that's, um, I think the slang term is fitspo. I'm not sure how mean or nice that is. It's something I'm, I'm a little bit old. Sorry. So I don't know what it means. I've been um, hashtagging it. I don't have a clue what it means. I hope it's, it's not a bad word. I am not. It's, um, people who are flashy about fitness on, especially the Instagrams, um, and the IGs. People who, people who have, we've referenced earlier in this. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there are some people who are just going to send you, you know, you, you decide that you want to pay them. And they're just going to send you, here, go do this stuff. There's not going to be any face time in terms of assessing before you even do that. That's, that's not a good thing either. You want somebody who wants to talk to you first. Um, Make sure you DM these people and get a conversation first before you give anybody any money. Yes. And... Start with a DM just to see if you get a human response. How about that? Yes. And yes. then get on the phone. I know it's super not popular right now. Get on the phone with these people. Skype is better if you can, because then you can kind of see how they respond to things. You know, the <laughs> human brain is really good at picking up people who are um, not truthful. <laughs> Even through can video. Be. You know? So <laughs> get... Get them on the phone. Get them on video if you can. Talk to them first. I don't even care if it's not me. I don't care if you don't come to me. I want you to be safe. Like, <laughs> talk yeah. to these people first and make sure that they actually care about you. Yeah. Then decide who you want your coach to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I decided that to, to help people out that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to offer free workouts. You right. get what you pay for, you know? Okay. Um. But I am gonna. I am offering anybody who wants to take advantage of it a free assessment. Yeah. I mean, a consult's always free. But if you just want an assessment and you want to know what that kind of interaction looks like between a coach, like what we're talking about, you can take that and be like, "All right, cool. I don't think we're the right fit, or I'll get back to you, or whatever." And you go talk, see if anybody else is going to do that. And if they do, great. And then compare and see who you jive with. Right. Because then you know what that's like. Plus, you're also now armed with the knowledge of your own body. I'm like, oh, well, she said I had these, 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 these. Well, now you have that and see if someone else also says that. If they do or something like it, hey, that's a good sign. Good. Yeah. Go go with right. either one of us or whoever. But, I mean, anybody who's going to offer you a free assessment, I'd take advantage of it. Yeah. What, what's <laughs> the worst thing? They'll say, oh, you don't work. Bye. That's not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just always good to have an outside eye to give you some objective knowledge about yourself that you can use however same reason that people go to summer camps for performing arts and go and take you know lessons with you know, have master classes bring in outside experts <laughs> they could say something to you that your instructor comes back and is like don't 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 do that 
Don't listen to that, please. Every don't. once in a while, you get one of those, but it's because typically the private instructor who's instructor who's been working with you for years knows that how they said it won't work with how you work. Yeah, Not that we're wrong, but right. that there's an issue with that um, for whatever reason. <laughs> you know? yeah. There's always value to looking at different people and seeing what's up. Yeah. Worse comes to worse, you're going to get different knowledge. Like, you know, so. Right? Uh, I'm down with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we finally answered our question. I think so. I think we, we got there. Um, hopefully, Thanks for letting me air my grievances. Yeah. It's, <gasps> it's stuff that I think needs to be discussed openly right now because I don't feel like a lot of people are doing it. And a lot of the same people who are putting pressure on all of us to either do too much or to give up entirely. Um, they're not talking about their struggles. No. Nope. And I'll be the first to admit I am invulnerable in a whole lot of ways right now. Um, Y'all don't need to know my financial situation. I'm sure where a lot of us are in the same boat. But otherwise, I mean, it's okay to feel overwhelmed. I mean, lately I've been, I've, I've had a really positive mindset through this whole thing. And I'm seeing so many positive things. I've got so many ideas. I'm really excited about a lot of it, but it's also a lot of just overwhelm with the sheer amount of work, especially like, I, you know, I'm not a web person and I still have to do that kind of stuff. And yeah. it takes so much time on top of like updating my clients' plans and giving them what they need. And then it's like, when I want to go for a bike ride and you know, it's, uh, it, it's just a lot Yeah. And with so many people saying, I'm bored, I'm sitting around, I'm going, uh, there's there's <laughs> there's what? two types of people I've seen in terms of the the most vocal internet people. One are the people who are like, I am so busy, look at all this stuff that I've done. <laughs> and the others who are like, I'm bored. And I feel like it's actually the same situation for both where there's so much pressure, it's really just what's your reaction? Is your reaction to hyper-compensate and hyper-produce? Or is your reaction to shut down completely and go, I'm not doing because I can't take the pressure and so I'm so mentally yeah. isolated? <laughs> yeah. And I don't know about you, but like mentally, mentally and emotionally, it's not just like physically, you know, you need that exercise. It makes such a difference in everything. But I mean, mentally and emotionally, sometimes this whole situation is unlike anything we've had to deal with. I mean, unless you've like lost somebody really close to you, that that it can be akin to that kind of grief. But at the same time, this is very different. Yeah. And sometimes during the day or in a couple of days, suddenly you're just done. Yep. Or for that moment or for that day, you are done. You just can't do anymore. You can't think. You can't function. Whatever. It's okay. Yes. It is okay to be like that. Yep. And be like, I'm just going to go sit in the sunshine because I'm glad it's not raining today, at least. You know? <laughs> I'm by myself, but at least I'm in the sun. I can yell at my neighbors. I mean, you know, it's, it's oh. such a weird, weird thing. But there there have been some moments during all of this I'm just like, I can't, can't do, I know I have this huge list. i got to stop. That yep. is okay. That's finding balance. Yep. Yep. There's got to take care of you. Just because we're all inside doesn't mean that there aren't still a finite number of hours in the day. <laughs> right? There's only so many hours, there's only so much you can mentally actually commit to 
if you're actually doing quality work. It's easy to do a volume of work if you're kind of not doing a whole lot commitment-wise, mentally, emotionally, whatever. Um, quality. High volume, low quality, right? That's what right. we see a lot of. Um, so it's okay if you're a little bit slower right now in production. Like, that's fine. Are you still doing things that are good? Good. Do you need to do more things that are good? Okay, let's talk. Yeah. Start by taking a walk in the sun. <laughs> yes. Yes. If you have skin conditions that are aggravated by the sun, bring up a hat, but still go take a walk during the day. <laughs> Please get out of your house a little bit. Maintain your social distance, but get out of your house. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's we were talking about this earlier. That's, that's how I've been keeping going when I don't feel like working out is like, okay, we have a very, very small little isolated neighborhood. We all stagger our walk times, whatever. And if you happen to be walking at the same time as somebody else, you cross the street and you wave to them. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like that's right. way more than six feet distance. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I know. I mean, I, I went on a bike ride today and I'm going to go again in the morning with a friend and we're going to keep our distance. It's going to be fun. Actually, a friend slash client. Um, I've been yelling at him that we need to go on a ride. And so uh, we're actually going to go. Take that. Yeah. And you know what? You're not going to catch germs outside in the sunshine. Uh, and people are supposed to be home, so it's got to be safer than being on the greenway where there's a lot of people. So, yeah, there's, yeah. there's ways to make it work. And especially if you know the person you're going with is like, we, yeah. we have been isolated for multiple weeks now. And we had a friend who has also been isolated for multiple weeks now. I'm not worried about going for a walk with her. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I know, like, right? Like, I am here. not worried about having a friend over for dinner and we keep our distance. I know that you've been in your house recording for the last four weeks or whatever. <laughs> I have seen a handful of people. I think we're good. It doesn't mean you have to isolate. You can still have contact with people. Well, unless the governor says stay in your house and then you can go to the grocery store. <laughs> you can go to the doctor and... But we're not going to get into all that. I said we weren't going to talk about it. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> Any case. All right. Uh, I think we've pretty well wrapped up the subject in any case. I can't really think of anything else. The right fit coaching, I mean, it is what it says. Quite literally. We've talked about the few things to consider. Um, I can't think of anything we really missed. No, I think we've, we've pretty well covered it. And uh, if we haven't, then y'all tell us and we will cover it next time or leave us some comments or whatever yes please please comment <laughs> yes all right we need, also we need a name we need a name if you have a suggestion for a name please leave that for us because uh i'm still not sure what to call this <laughs> two musician uh, strength coaches just chatting doesn't you know, really have a catchy title no it's, it's a little too niche because it's like you know Music or music and tea time or musicians tea time would be one thing, uh, strength coffee break, whatever, you know, but we got all that going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, we do. All right. Let's, yeah, let's, do, a couple, let's do a couple of quick, quick plugs and then, uh, and then we'll call it there. Um, so you can find me on my website. That's tunedandtonedperformance.com, tuned with a D and toned with a D. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, at tunedandtonedperformance. Uh, YouTube, just type in tuned and toned performance. I come right up. 
um, that's all my plugs. <laughs> and you can find me on Facebook at Music Strong. You can find me on Instagram at Music Strong Fitness. You can find my website at MusicStrong.com. And I'm on YouTube somewhere. Uh, it's some. <laughs> it's still a goofy long title, so I'm there. We'll uh, we'll, yeah. we'll make sure that there's a link in multiple places when we post this if we can. <laughs> we had that problem last time I plugged it. You went, oh no, yeah, that's where we are. Yep. Well, and I, since then I tried to search for you on YouTube too, and man, you do not come up. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I, I had to go. Here, here's how you get there. Go to her website and click on. Scroll the... to the bottom and click the YouTube icon. That works. There's real... an icon at the top. There is. Okay, it's been it's been a while. I'm sorry. It's been a while. I know it's on your website. <laughs> it's right. You can get there from there. Go to my website and click on all the little things at the top. There you go. Okay. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Bye.